Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. I'm Guile, Guile and Subterfuge on Tumblr, and joining me tonight, I have Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho, Clotho Spindle on Tumblr. Godo. Hi, I'm Godo, Godo Mischief on Tumblr. And Jinmo. Hi, I'm Jinmo, Jinmo on Tumblr. And Donkey. Hey, I'm Donkey Leg, Donkey Leg on Instagram. And tonight we are doing part four of our series of Game of Thrones Season 7 updates. And because of that, I would say we will be very heavy um, with spoiler warnings. If you don't want to know about Season 7, you probably want to stop listening right now. Um, So for those of you left, the big news since we last... um, since we did update number three is that we have a start date for the season, which will be July 16th. So um, what did everyone think about the reveal of that start date? Did you enjoy literally watching Ice Melt? <laughs> oh, I didn't even it watch it. It blew my mind. <laughs> I heard about it after the fact. I heard the fail. Yeah. So what, well, of course, what did happen? Did it eventually melt or no? It just broke Yeah, up. it eventually melted, but <laughs> it would go on for like 15 minutes and then there'd be, you know, periodic fire, like, blowtorches going to the ice, and then it would just go off, like, go off of Facebook Live. And so you didn't know if it was just, like, they screwed it up or, like, what was going on. And then I, you know, it's like... Then they added a second porch because it wasn't melting fast enough. Right. And while (laughs) it might seem that we don't have lives, we, you know... We did have enough of a life that I had to stop watching the ice melt. <laughs> we couldn't, yeah, we didn't have the, you know, enough time to sit around and watch ice melt. Yeah. Um, I just knew I, it was going to be something disappointing, so I was like, I'm not going to sit here and wait to be disappointed. Well, you see, yeah. you think they'd try to iron that kind of stuff out beforehand and test it out, and then yeah. also the issue, they had that issue with the crows. Remember the reveal, and there was those brief, like, people were... You know, complaining about that. Yeah, yeah. Remember that ridiculous thing they did last year about having like a never dragon land that. in New York, and it was like the most bootleg thing in the world. <laughs> oh, like yeah. that. I think they just really aren't good at promotions outside of you know the show. Luckily, the show is so good they don't have to promote it themselves. Because if they would, I think they would fail. Like they would it's fail so miserably. If... Because um. They hire outside agencies for those kind of promotions. Like the site yeah, promotion yeah. was done by an was done by an outside agency, et cetera. So mm-hmm. you know, it's not even just like, oh, this isn't HBO's core competency. That's this is true. this is literally the digital agencies that they're hiring are yeah. are screwing up. Our I think family. my favorite reaction to it was there was a tweet someone said, you know, George R. R. Martin is going to let the sun and sun and wind and sand slowly sculpt a mountain with the release date of the winds of winter. <laughs> That's perfect because then it would give him plenty of time to have like the release yeah. date out in the middle. <laughs> like literally ten thousand years. it's carving out the you know the water carving out the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the Grand Canyon. There's like a date that's you know March 30th of 2098. <laughs> that's when we'll have it. Oh man. 
Um, so the other news that wasn't quite as big, but we found out, and I think a lot of people suspected this, that Jim Broadbent is playing, you know, the Marwin-like character at Old Town. And, you know, it sounds like his plot, since he I don't believe that he filmed in Spain, he filmed everything in Belfast, so we can kind of infer that unlike the book Marwin, who's in Old Town for like a hot minute before he hightails it on the cinnamon wind um, down to Marine, he'll actually be interacting with characters at the Citadel, which it sounds like it'll be Sam and Gilly. And this, you know, for all of the season-long storyline spoilers that we have, we haven't necessarily heard too much about Sam and Gilly. So does anyone have any thoughts about um, what might be happening with them and Marwin? I'm excited, whatever does happen. I, you know, I, I think obviously they're going to push the, uh, you know, the White Walker storyline along. I would think, you know, they're going to probably start researching stuff into that and the dragons. And Sam's going to learn about an ice dragon, and then that's how we're going to first hear about an ice dragon. Yeah, it's kind of going to be like in the Harry Potter movies where Hermione finds the right book and they find all yeah, the. Yeah. It's going to be the filler, you know? They're going to get all the yeah. information. So it's going to be like Isn't sex there... position, but without sex. Yes. Exactly. I hope, I hope well, not. Hopefully we do see a nice fat pink man. Oh, oh. You guys are talking about. I forgot about I look that. forward to that. Isn't there supposed to be something with, like, only Gilly can relate to it or know it or have know the answer to? Yeah. Um, oh. Good, because... She discovers it, it there. Yeah, I mean, I would kind of like her playing a bit of a role because, you know, what a thankless role for the actress over the years. Like, it'd be kind of nice for her to drive a little bit of the action. Yeah, she could know things. You know, she lived up in yeah, Master's um, oh. Was Yeah, it was in regards to the babies, right? Yeah. Like, being sacrificed? They're literally yeah. her brothers. Like, the yeah. White Walkers are her brothers. Like, maybe they'll be like, yo, sis! Well, oh, yeah, that's really not going to hurt you. Yeah, they give her some And I think there is a point, like, why they had introduced that storyline with her and brought her to um or brought her down south with sam so i think they're gonna yep. utilize that okay that'd be cool so then the that other is true. sam jr would be a white walker if it wasn't for yeah. like, them yeah. saving him right so. yeah. with all of his other brother cousin nephew ne- nephews i don't know <laughs> um, it's really confusing the game of thrones family tree in general pretty confusing so it's then the other um the other thing that kind of happened this past week that put the Jamie Brand fandom in a tizzy is Nikolai Castrowaldo did an interview where, um, you know, he said some things we don't like, but probably are things that we should be used to hearing by now. So, you know, on <laughs> Brand, he says, you know, I have no idea if they would ever be able to act on it. Um, and I don't think they would. It's been all about Cersei his whole life. And, you know about Cersei, he says, Jamie's addicted to something, almost institutionalized by a situation to where there is no other way. For Jamie, there is no other way. He's been groomed since he was 15, that whatever his life is, it starts and ends with Cersei. And, you know, I, I think after seven seasons, it's not quite what we want, quite what we want to hear, but it's yeah. not really anything different or anything that we couldn't expect. I think... Um, yeah, it but, is where Jamie was left off too in season six, and right. Nikolai uh, he always talks about Jamie like in the moment when he does mm-hmm. his interviews. So I was expecting something along those lines yeah. when I read it. I think I the quote um, there's another quote that I think is the more troubling one, and that we might want to get into. He says um, he's talking about he and Lena. We were talking a lot about this coming season. 
There was a lot of discussion, and I was driving everyone crazy with all kinds of questions to where the writers must have been like, let's kill him off now. This is getting to be too much. But But it is very complex, and the more you dig into it, the more complex it gets. We're so deep into the story and getting into the endgame now, so for all of us who have been on this whole journey, you really want to get it right. Every scene and every moment feels ridiculously important. Early on in Season 7, I just had to let it go because I was trying to understand way too much. I don't know how to read this as anything but, you know, what is my character's motivation? Which, yep. I mean, if we expect Jamie to you know, be spent, still be literally or figuratively standing behind Cersei... Um, you know, seems like something. It seems like something that the you know, it seems like something he would be searching for and maybe having yeah. difficulty finding. Oh, well, there is a quote where he's saying, um, with the how he accommodates Cersei, and then that he needs to address it. So he is like identifying that Jamie is going to be addressing his um, like addiction to Cersei or his like need to like constantly like address her needs um so it's like this interview has me going both ways it's like mm-hmm. uh, i mean i think we're gonna get some larry in there but then we're also going to get jamie finally like thinking like what the fuck <laughs> you know and um <laughs> seeing cersei like starting to open up his eyes and i just what i'm worried about the most is that they're going to make it look like he just is leaving Cersei because she is rejecting him and he can't have her. Um, but I, I just I just hope they make it clear that he is, like, addressing that issue, as what Nikolai said in that interview. By addressing her needs, do you think that means that they're going to have sex again this season? No. Oh. That's what that if if that's the word he used, I would think so. Like, what well, else would that mean? Where is I'm gonna try to find it. Yeah, because what else would she need from him? Uh, yeah, that alcohol. sounds like he's. But yeah. no, but when he said addressing, he was it was like in the context of like having to always accommodate to her, and now it was like a problem, and that he was a, going to address that. So it sounded mm-hmm. like something that was going to be like overcome, like it was an arc of the season. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if they have sex, but... I don't know. Yeah, well, they have to have, you know, they'll probably have sex on Tommen's, like, grave or whatever. You know, yeah, it's only a tradition. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, maybe yeah, exactly. tradition. On his ashes. On the way, no yeah. one ever I assume that they had sex, like, next to Marcella, and we just didn't they, see it. I would, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. unspoken. Yeah. <laughs> it was thing. redundant. It was a redundant thing, you know. D and D didn't want to be too, you know, didn't want to be too repetitive. They just, we, they knew we knew. I mean, I guess if he does just leave her because she rejects him, then it would kind of be in character for Larry at least. It would be in character for Show. Uh, <laughs> as much as that sucks, but. Yeah. Um. So. You know, here's the big question that I've been grappling with, and I, I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. So, you know, with the way that Jamie's been written, how do you even feel about Jamie and Brienne going canon on the show? You know, does it does the end result kind of wash away how they got there with Jamie, or does what they've done to Jamie make you not care about the end result? 
I think I only much. care if it feels like it confirms something that happens in the books. Uh, that's my only concern because that would make me be okay with it. But then other, as far as the, the show within that world, it's kind of, I've definitely cooled <laughs> greatly. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's more like, um, I, I, yeah, I, I still feel that, um, you know, they're obviously going to become canon in the books. I, I just want the confirmation on the show as well. I feel like we will get that if not this season, season eight, but it's like, for me, it's more like um, eating a sandwich with nothing in the middle. Like, yeah, I'm eating, but I'm not going to feel satisfied with the result anyway, you know? It's like a yeah. Cream. But I a think... win is a win, I suppose. I mean, you know, Chicky jokes that she's just in it for the gifts at this point, and the gifts and the gloating. And yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I kind of, it still, it still never fails to baffle me that, you know, a character of Jamie who is one of the most complex, one of the most interesting, has one of the best written character arcs in the entire series, has been reduced to this, of all of the characters to kind of skim over the real vital aspects of their characterizations. I I will never understand how this particular character is the one that got the shaft, really. And, Mm. you know, I don't necessarily feel any satisfaction from from them going canon because it's not Jamie. It's, it's Larry, you know, that's, yeah, and, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, you know, I too, you know, I'm certainly going yeah, yeah, to enjoy the gloating. I'm going to enjoy yeah, the absolutely. thought that, you know, perhaps that's, you know, makes it more definite that something is going to happen and wins in a dream of spring. But I feel like, you know, I started watching this series, watching Jamie, you know, watching Jamie and Brandon enjoying them. And yeah. I don't, know that I get that from the show at this point. It's pretty much I'm going to get it from the books or, you know, and which means I'm like never going to get it. And that's something I was thinking about a lot today. And, you know, I thought about the fact that maybe, I don't know if it would, would hurt less or maybe I wouldn't have watched it this long if that was the case. But if we didn't have such close, it, it was so closely followed the books, the first, second. And I felt like even the third had so many elements of the books or it felt so true to character. You know, there were parts where mm-hmm. they went off. But it's gotten so far for me that I, I almost wonder if it if it always been far away and always been been this level of not connecting with the book characters, if I would have left earlier, you know, if it would have mattered yeah. or I feel mm-hmm. sort of like a betrayal. I feel like I feel like I was sucked into something yeah. that didn't turn out to be. Exactly. Well, D&D is just, it turned out to be just really bad at writing. You know, like they they were great when they had the, you know, a guideline, like a full rich guideline to follow. And ever since they've, you know, surpassed the books, it's just been really awful. Yeah, they've made like, some choices on their own that were, you know, obviously the Dorn storyline. They made some really poor choices. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, OK, so we were talking about we were talking about the filming spoilers and all of the leaks and instead of. I think legitimizing or trying to figure out which leaks are real and which leaks are fake. I wanted to ask some real more general questions about, um, you know, how you're feeling about the season beyond the Jamie and Brienne questions. And, you know, first it's what storylines are you most and least looking forward to? Uh, who wants to start first? I guess, um, I Go guess I'll it. start. I so Yeah. All right. Um, Okay, so the thing I'm most looking forward to is, um, like I said, I had written a post about this. Um, all the action scenes and the battles that were, you know, leaked in the, in, the, in the spoilers, they do sound very grand scale, and I'm looking forward to that. Because, like I said in, uh, before, um, the action scenes, they do get them right. They nailed it. So I, I definitely want to see, you know, what they what they do with that. 
Um, obviously, the dragon pit scene, because it's been the most talked about. And I think it'd be cool, you know, to see all these characters interacting. I want to see... It, it's just... it's it's. I feel like it's, like, one of the... It's I, it's one of the things that happens near the end, I, I believe. Um, I'm, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. The thing I'm least looking forward to is uh, the King's Landing thing. And it's not even... Like, it's, it's mostly because of, you know, what's going on with... <laughs> With, you know, Jamie and Cersei and all that. But I don't know. I feel like he's... Like, he's going to stick by your side. But I feel like he does a lot this season. If I, like, recall from, like, the spoilers and timelines. Like, he's doing a lot of stuff. Like, outside of King's Landing. Right. So, I guess I kind of want to see that. Because, like, whenever he's away from her, you know, it's... Like, I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hopefully, you know, we get some good stuff from there. And um, I'm also interested in seeing what Brienne does all season long as well. I know you said that's, you know, aside from Jamie and Brienne, but I, I'm sorry. My mind just goes oh, straight yeah, to no, it. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> but um, I just want to see what she does all season long as well. I, I Like, uh, my only fear is that she just, you know, shadows behind Sansa, you mm-hmm. know, or you know, they have her, like, waiting the whole season, like, you know, season five. Like a different doorway. Yeah. But um, hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. I think Anyone I mean, else want to go? Uh, yeah. Is it just general anybody and Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I think uh Davos and Gendry I'm kind of particularly interested yeah. in seeing oh, what yeah, happens with right. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well that'll be cool. And John. John coming this far south, I think that'll you know I think that'll be cool. And he's meeting with Danny and you know, like you said, Davos is gonna be there and little T you know, little T <laughs> and John, that should be a nice reunion. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I think that you know, I'm excited for that storyline. I'm actually excited to see the John and Danny stuff just because of like yeah. how horrible it could possibly be. <laughs> so I'm like excited for the um, the unknown with that. Yeah, I mean yeah, as I much just, as oh go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say they better have chemistry. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, hope. yeah. I think as much as you know, I feel very down about the Jamie stuff. You know, just. Not even necessarily Jamie doing things, but Jamie not doing things. Like, that's more of, yeah. you know, more of the objection. But, you know, one of the benefits of caring about some of the other characters is, you know, I do think that there could be some interesting some interesting things. You know, I think Sam and Gilly at the Citadel is interesting to me. I'd like to see, you know, Arya and Winterfell. Um, you know, I want to see well, what yeah, happens with, you know, what happens with Theon when he, you know, when he heads back to, you know, wherever he heads, wherever he heads back to after um, coming back from Marine. Yeah. So I think there's some, in, you know, there's some interesting things there. One thing that um, Donkey said that leads into another question I had was, um, what do you enjoy more? Is it characters or what do you enjoy more? Or what are you looking forward to more? Is it characters meeting for the first time or is it characters reuniting? And is there any meeting or um, reunion that you're particularly looking forward to? Or intrigued by. Uh, I'm still mm. holding out deep in my heart for a, another Hot Pie cameo. So <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like Lady Stoneheart. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Gendry and Ori. Also, the, yeah. the Star Kids in general. And what's Pod doing this whole time? Like, is he going to be around Sansa? Well, I mean, I'm kind of mm. looking forward to potentially a Pod, Bronn, and um, Tyrion yeah. reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I wonder what Bronn's going to be doing. And do, have we heard really anything about Bronn or not really? The only thing we've heard about Bronn is that Jamie is apparently going to get um, burninated at one point and Bronn saves him. Oh. oh. But I, I kind of do feel like Bronn is 
particularly oh, ripe for betraying. Well, I don't know that he's going to die, but I feel like he'd be really ripe to betray Jamie for Tyrion. Oh, he could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bronn's yeah, not going to end I, up I on the wrong so. side. Well, you know? well, I think Bronn would make a really cool white if he does eventually end up oh, north. God. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Why would I you think see that? that? I just want to dance. What, what about him? He'd look yeah. cool. I think his looks, like, I can picture him as a white, and I think he'd look really cool and scary. I think he'd, <laughs> he'd be a badass. He just white. has that look. You are a monster. <laughs> you know what he would look good as? As a dead person. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that um, Birgit Sorensen, if I'm saying her name right, she was a spectacular white. Like, oh, she was yeah. great. Oh, yeah. That was, was so heartbreaking. Like, but, yeah. <laughs> well, Which one she was, was she? Um, she was Carsey. So she yeah, okay. was she at did look like a good white. Yeah. yeah. She would look, she looked like an incredible white when she was like a an angry, like, you know, like hobbit. Look, well, not hobbit, but, a, you know, like a wildling. I think she would have been a wild white. Yeah, it's really like of all of you know all the characters that we didn't get. Um, damn, she would have been a perfect Val. Like she just yeah. would have been like so great. Yeah, that, that yeah. would have been. Yeah. Now I'm trying to imagine more people as whites. I think Brienne would make a really cool <laughs> Yeah, Tormund. Yeah. Would I really too. like Tormund, and now I want him to like die, and I, I hate that. I want I that, that now. <laughs> to see I what want he looks. Tormund white, but I want him to be like hanging out with like a white bear. <laughs> Like like hilarious. like Benjamin, kind of like the nice white village where they look cool, no. but they're <laughs> no like like full on whites, but he's oh, okay. just sort of fallen in with a bunch of the bears. <laughs> the Jay Cutler of whites, if you will. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Any other reunions that you're looking forward to? I'm I'm also looking forward to Arya and, and Miria. It sounds like oh, that is another. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that's another bit of little spoiler that we have that um, Maisie Williams was uh, filming up in Canada, which they typically film the wolves there, so I think we can assume oh. that we're going to get to Miria. I know that was, actually, Donkey, that was the perfect reaction. It was like almost an ow! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love that. Oh, that um, cool. Yeah, no, that, so that would, I think that'd be cool. We should see Arya and Miria, and again, no Lady Stoneheart <laughs> she's with hot. She's somewhere with hot pie. Hot pie is making her some gravy. That's why. <laughs> gravy soup. her throat. Sue's the darkest soul, even Lady Stoneheart. She would have been mur- a murderous revenant, but for the gravy. Yeah. Um. Well, my re- favorite reunion that I'm looking forward to is obviously the Jamie and Brian one at the Dragon Pit. Yeah. Well, have we? Oh, I mean, man. I think there's something other than them with, you know, 18 other characters. I know that there's been, you know, some some alleged spoilers that indicate that they have a, a separate scene. Ooh, okay. Past that. Yeah. Scene, but, you know, aside who from, the hell? Aside from and it seems Lias. that they, like, see each other in the end. That's what some of the spoilers are implying. Oh, so the, like, very, the very, very end? Or you mean the end yeah. of the scene? Yeah. The very, very end. Oh, so that could be when they reunite. So I feel like this is another one of the situations where it's the credits for the seventh episode are rolling. I'm still, like, waiting for something to happen that didn't happen. Oh, no. Like, was it last? Because last season we were kind of hoping for something more than... uh. It would be kind of a cool way to end it, though, because it's like they're always leaving each other 
just like saying bye and then they come back for the last time saying hello and that's when the season ends or their isn't episode the season, ends. Yeah, isn't the season supposed to end with the uh, um wallgasm? Yeah. Well, well their scene yeah. for the season. Okay. So their it. section. I will be super disappointed if wallgasm doesn't happen by the way. Like Yeah, just, I want it to happen like, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah me too. I've already hyped myself up for it. So yeah, go all like, out. How's it gonna if it if they wait till the last episode for it to happen? Like what's gonna happen when Bran crosses through the wall? I don't like, you know I, yeah, that's a I, really I felt like good that point. was gonna be the cause of it, so like yeah. are we just not gonna see Bran till episode seven? You Maybe think? he gets through right before <laughs> well, uh-huh. I think you know, I think we'll see Bran because I think that we have to learn some things from his visions. And that was yeah. an, actually another question that I had was, you know, what what are the big revelations that we'll learn from Bran vision this year? Mm-hmm. I think it has something to do. I just feel like there's another like Jamie puzzle piece that's going to be in there. Something well, about like. Jamie's they did a that. secret Targaryen, obviously. Well, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, because like you know how the last stuff. time they had, like, the Mad King and him, like, it's like, what was the point of showing that? So I feel like there's going to be, I don't know, I, I feel like Jamie and Bran have to, like, resolve their hmm. connection somehow. Yeah. He's going to see, th- well, I guess he knows that Jamie's the one who pushed him. In the books, he, like, blocks it out. But in the show, he knows, right? I don't think he knows in the show. Hmm. Well, maybe he'll flash back. What if he remembers? I know. I was gonna say, what if yeah. he remembers what happened? He remembers, oh, you know, he remembers he falling, he yeah. but he, I don't think he remembers, um, you know, who. Yeah, because no, he always kind of like blanked out right before, right. You know, that scene. That could be the reveal. Well, and like crucially in the books, it's you know Bloodraven telling him to like put that, you know, yeah, put that aside. Exactly. You don't need it. You don't, you know, you don't yeah. need it. Yeah. And, I do wonder if we'll get, I mean, in, you know, we know that Jamie has Widow's Whale at some point, and if it'll just be not even, expo- you know, if it's going to be explained what it is, and then via Brand's vision we have, you know, some you know, some information about it, or if it'll be via Sam, you know, kind of doing research on the, on the Valyrian swords that exist, although he wouldn't know about Widow's Whale since I think he'd only know about ice, but... Um, you know, mm-hmm. there might be some some information given there too to have people understand kind of the significance of the people that have, um, you know, Valerian steel Touch swords. Beforehand, yeah. I'm still clinging yeah. to the theory that he was like somehow in the Mad King's head, saying like, "Burn them all," meaning like, "Burn them all," meaning like the uh, White Walkers. The walkers. Or, the and walkers. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like Bran somehow had. Some sort of tie to that incident. Hmm. I hope not. Future brand. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, I kind of hope not, just because it seems like really in character for a Targaryen to be thinking about burning people like on their own. Yeah. Yeah. And then that would make what Jamie did wrong. Like, if all of a sudden, you know, like he wasn't talking about killing a bunch of innocents, and Jamie just murdered him just because. You know, like but that. I mean, Jamie, he no, did literally no. kill people. You know, he killed. No, he no, wasn't gonna kill everyone. Yeah. yeah, he still went crazy, and mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, so it could be like That's a calculation true. on Bud Raven's part that he was that he knew where to insert that to get the right reaction, or you know. I just think it'd be yeah. interesting if part of him going crazy was Brand's doing. So it's like a Stark actually is the, the kind of it's doing all his something. Fault. All his fault. Yeah. Huh. Not not guilty, all fault, but like, <laughs> I, well, like a Stark has a hand in like the uh, more negative aspects of the story. 
so it's not just like oh those Starks are just pure and good. Yeah, yeah. I think Brand's gonna get a little more blurry as it goes. Like I think. I mean, I would, he's been blurry. Like he's been messing up. Like he's kind of like everyone killed. Yeah, that's true. He did <laughs> get Odor killed. Yeah. yeah. That big yeah, thing. and Leaf and all the other children of the you know children still, of the yeah. climbs the wall. He climbs the wall. Yeah, he's a little kid, but still, listen to your mother. Yeah, no, you're right. So, do you think that season seven will end when we're in a Dream of Spring material? I hope. So, you know, if it ends we're with like the wall two coming we're down, we're already like two or three seasons past. Yeah. You know, yeah. Drag, yeah. Next you know. season got confirmed. Uh, what, like six episodes? I think. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Is that true? It's only six next next year. Oh yeah. no! I was like, oh. I mean, I, <laughs> it's weird to think that this time next year we'll probably know the ending of the series. Oh, I would assume Spoilers. it'll probably start next July oh, again. Yeah. And I, it's like I know everybody wants it to be more concise, and we don't want it to drag out. But at the same time, I feel like the less episodes there are, the less chance we're going to get any serious resolution with Jamie and Brian. I don't know. I yeah. feel like it's less scene. <laughs> it's less scene time. That's that's the only reason I want more yeah. episodes. <laughs> it's less scene time, and we I know think- that they're not going to dedicate like too much time on them that's yeah, yeah. they have such precious time and they have to like get it right and like they can't mess up whereas if they had more episodes they have more chance to like fuck up yeah no. Although, i don't have I mean, everything too. right now yeah. this season seems like there's just a lot of plot lines that'll be consolidated and, and done with essentially you know like well, hopefully yeah hopefully that'll you'd have to think you know that. if like if the spoilers are true and little fingers gets killed i mean that kind of you know what what is does that end Sansa's storyline? I mean, kind of, hmm. where is her... Yeah, that's a good point. You know, oh, where like is her place? Everyone's, like, own or... individual storylines, yeah. Like, yeah, or, like, the Greyjoys, you know, like... Oh, all fighting the sounds... Yeah. Well, does it sound you. like they're going to get that resolved this season? It does, kind of, right? I mean, it sounds like it. And the Tyrells are kind of already... You know, the Tyrells are already Martell. out of it. The Martells, it sounds like, will be out of it. You know, the whole... We really limit the stories and, you know, probably will just have... I mean, I have no freaking... I mean, sometimes I think, how can they possibly have six, you know, six hours of a battle against the White Walkers? Like, can't they do that in, like, two hours? It's like a movie, you know? Yeah. Would you go mm-hmm. see a six-hour movie about this? That is I my saw greatest... Lonesome Dove. <laughs> 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 I do have this fear that at some point I'll be like, nope, sorry, we'll have season eight, and then we'll have a final two-hour movie to close everything out. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> They're exploiting us. Yeah, and just, you know, And we'd all would go, and it would probably make the most money of any movie ever. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But it's like all those months of HBO subscription or other, you know, other <laughs> things. Yeah, we don't even get to watch page. it there. Um, so another question I had was, you know, what do you think the most likely marriages, hookups, and uh, deaths for the season might be. So let's think about like that page in the local paper where I have like the obits, the police <laughs> reports, and the marriages, and like kids. Okay, so little finger for sure out of there. You really think so? Mm-hmm. I think. Yes, so. absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I always felt like he was gonna make it, even though like I don't know. He's clearly evil, but I I don't know. I just always felt like he was smart enough to make it. I feel you. Like, from the books, like, I would expect him to make it out all mm-hmm. the way to the end, too. Like, even just being yeah. bad. Like, even not even, like, helping with the, with the Great War, yeah. you know? Exactly, but, um, exactly. I don't and, see you know, the show, too much, but... Yeah, absolutely. But I, I feel for, like, the show, they just want to, like, cut the cords, you know? Or cut the ties, yeah, yeah. like, just close everything. No, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, Olena? Yeah. 
Which is sad yeah. because yeah, that that house is pretty much done with completely. Um, yeah, they're screwed. Because I don't, you know, I don't know if she went through menopause, but I would guess she. Did. <laughs> I feel so like I she's beyond her childbearing years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she still has those really nice childbearing hips, though. <laughs> I mean, they could just get Willis, you know. But oh well. Yeah, they could introduce Willis and Garland. Oh, we've oh, never met you. Yeah, like that was die. Hey, that would like you're rubbing salt into the wound. <laughs> and you know, I think the Martells are probably all goners. No, thank God. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, no great loss. Yeah, about time. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the great Joyce. Um, oh no, I think. No, no one dies from there, right? You're still alive, I think. I don't know. Oh, really? I thought he was going to get it, but I guess. No, we. I think we think that they're all. Oh wow. We're all there, which is. Oh, no, I mean, like one of them wasn't it? Like um. Asha Yara, whatever, whatever they they changed her name to on the show. Doesn't yeah. she die? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Like. like I she think. Killed or so I think she she's probably a captured. strong candidate for getting killed, yeah. So are there any spoilers about what happens to Euron then if he doesn't get killed this season? I just figured The that... only spoiler we've seen doesn't is Doesn't he hook that up with he... Cersei? Yeah, and then he when he get, when like they do weekend at Bernie's and they have the white demonstration, yeah. apparently he asks if they can go across water and they say <laughs> no and then he just goes. Oh, oh, so he yeah. hightails it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is the funniest thing I, I wanted to happen. You don't Which know is, how bad. It should be like Benny Hill music play. <laughs> It sounds so funny. Like it is. Well, like, (laughs) is it just gonna be like random white number five, or is it gonna be a character that we know? What if it's what if it's um what if it's um Kirsten? What's her name? The the wildling that um oh my gosh I forgot her name on the show. Oh, Carsey. 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 Yeah. That or, you know, cool. is it going to be Thoros? Because I think spoilers also seem to say yeah, Thoros is going to is gonna bite it. Oh, oh he would make no. it cool. <laughs> Where do you guys, like, that's one oh, character we haven't like... heard any spoilers about. Who? So what Mel. do you guys think oh. is going on with Melisandre? <sighs> She's on a desert island sipping Either mimosas or something. Or... <laughs> what was that, Gato? I was just going to say either not a, nothing at all or I don't know, something big. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I guess she she'll run into Arya at some point, right? That's what that's could, what we're, we're with. <laughs> yeah, they might just have her kind of fade this season and then pull her back out last season. They could do that. You know, kind yeah, of it seems especially if they're going to kill off Thoros that having a red priest. Although I guess they've introduced all those red priests from Marine as well. But you know, having mm-hmm. a red priest might be important. You know, the other character we haven't really heard too much about. Spoiler. Well, I mean, frankly, there's you know one minor character and one huge character that we've heard like jack shit about, which would be. Um, you know, Varys and Tyrion. So, any mm-hmm. thoughts about what is going on with them? They try consolidating. <laughs> I think. I think they just may. Me. I yeah. I think they're just gonna have like a kind of a low season. Like, I think Tyrion is just gonna be next to Danny the whole time, and I don't know. They can kind of like how Jamie have is a, with Cersei. They could stay. Do you think he'll have a scene with Cersei? I mean, it'd be. It seems like. Uh, oh yeah, doesn't yeah. he run into to... Jamie? He runs into Jamie too. Okay. I wonder when Jamie gets like ambushed. That's Tyrion and Danny, I believe, that are there. It seems kind of unbelievable that the writers have never had a scene with, um, you know, Jamie, Cersei, and Tyrion after the second episode of the show. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when Jamie right. was in King's Landing after, you know, in season oh, four, weird, yeah. he had, a, you know, he had individual scenes with every member of his family. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the trial, but not. Yeah, but that doesn't you know. count because they're not interacting with each other. Right. They're just in another room. But yeah, kind of bizarre to think that you know these three characters who are probably three of the you know six biggest characters on the show, and that you know Peter Dinklage and Nikolai have pretty good chemistry, and Peter and Lena Headey have great chemistry. So I mean, I think yeah. you know it kind of would be interesting to see all three of them. And the one scene they had with at the breakfast table was a really good scene. Um, It'd be Season nice too with Lena and Peter was like really there was a lot of good back and forth. And and uh, Eugene Simon as Lancel was like amazing. Like that was such a great like little that was such a great pairing. Um, yeah. I mean, even the three of them, I don't think were in any scenes together, but they really you know they really had obviously a lot of fun with it. And um, uh-huh. I'd like to see more of that. Um, any hookups besides John and Danny that you think we'll see? Do you think we'll see Tormund? marry the, you know, Alice Karstark type character in the North? Yes, I think that's who. Are we going to, like, throw a party for the wedding? Sunny? <laughs> like, I'll be gifts. the first one there. We're supplying the marry each other. We'll be supplying the mutton for that wedding. Mutton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I think... Renaissance turkey legs. Is it Grey Worm? Uh, that's and, exactly um, what I was going to mention. Oh, too. they get yeah. married? No, they, well, they, like, just don't they know. They bang, up. right? Somehow. Yeah. 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 Oh, good for them. Yeah, he yeah he creates the first strap on and becomes a millionaire. You know, I think we assume Jorah's going to end up in Old Town. Um, so, you know, is he going to be cured? Do you think? Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, but I, would I would think, think so. so. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be stupid enough to risk spreading it to. Yeah, exactly. Danny. I mean, it seems to me like he's exactly stupid. <laughs> I have to say, like, if he wanted to, he would totally just do what he wants to. But I know? think as far as the fact factor. that he loves he loves Danny, I mean, if he didn't want to kill her, he wouldn't do that. But yeah, I guess he could. <laughs> he's, I mean, it's just like John Con in the book. Like, yes, he absolutely is going to do whatever the hell he wants and, you know, screw the rest of the continent if it comes down to it. Yeah. yeah, really, a dream of spring is about everyone now. They have the, the stone sickness. Yeah, he's, he's just touching and people. He's just running through the crowd. <laughs> you're it, you're it. Jamie's going to have that stone dick, so it's not, we're never going to get that. Out. That nice stone D. The stone D. I'm looking forward to uh, Game of the Thrones, you know. Mask. That just made me think about yeah. that. <laughs> that rock solid stone D. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you, you guys are looking forward yeah, to? Or Aria, to? Aria is going to find her womanhood and she is just going to bang everything that walks. <laughs> as long as Gendry walks, I'm totally yeah. happy. Yeah. Aria Hawkins is going to be down for it, you know? Bring yeah. it. <laughs> The what old about Sansa? Tie. Is she just going to be like recovering from Ramsay and mm. you know being sort of on the sly? She's got yeah. to deal. Yeah, I feel like she's just got to deal with whatever it is. You know, obviously they're they're going to deal with the you know whatever she had for you know against the little finger. How are they? Yeah, gonna... I feel like Sansa is like over relationships for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. coming north. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, in the show. I mean. Um, Liana Mormont, any ideas on what she might be doing in season seven? She probably 
Uh, I yeah, was going to say take over looks Winterfell, you know, while John's away, but I guess you know that's going to be upon Sansa rather. Mm-hmm. She gets some good one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. She helps her roll. <laughs> maybe she and maybe um, she and Arya can spar. Brienne can start teaching her sword work. I don't know. <laughs> like, Brienne will start like a girl a girl's sword girl. fighting school. A bit Winterfell. That'd be cool. Yeah. With Pod. It'll be like Brienne and Pod. <laughs> Actually, maybe Liana can have a little romance with Pod. I mean, she's a bit young for him, but they play Pod as being a bit younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going to happen? Yeah. Or Pod, Pod is a swordsman, so. Yeah. Yeah, I want Pod. Pod. I still want Pod Sansa interactions. Like, something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. Crush on her. You know, she's this, like, beautiful, you know, highborn northern lady, like, realistically he would kind of have a thing for her and she should kind of have a thing for him since she rescued his ass a couple of times Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh anyway any anything else anyone um clotho do we have any mail yes we do we have a email from john ice eyes and he says long time listener love you people your take on the whole series is different and way smarter than pretty much everyone out there I love that you treat the world for what it is, i.e. a work of fiction from the mind of a brilliant fat nerd and not a historical <laughs> document you can't have opinions about. Cough, history of Westeros, cough. <laughs> he's, got that, he's got that in parentheses. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I have to pause the podcast and stand up for the Homer lovers out Homer lovers here. <laughs> Troy offended me as much as any film ever has. Troy is the only movie I've ever walked out of. It was such a butchered piece of shit that I could not sit through it. Trope <laughs> after trope, destroying a foundational piece of Western literature. <laughs> that movie is pretty much unforgivable. I had no idea Benioff was a little criminal <laughs> of that magnitude. <laughs> I'm sorry, li- uh, not little. I was putting that in. I don't know, maybe he's not short. A lit criminal, sorry, of that magnitude. So at least I won't be surprised by any garbage that happens on the show. Anyhow, thanks for the excellent podcast. I get a real kick out of knowing that it this parentheses overeducated construction worker is secretly listening to a bunch of mostly ladies talk about fantasy characters banging in a field of flowers on the back of a unicorn (laughs) i've seriously (laughs) almost hurt myself because you caught me off guard with awesome quips worth worth the risk cheers john that was really cool (laughs) we've seen lots of art of of jv with the unicorn and the bunnies and (laughs) And it was wasn't there sparkles didn't it like have sparkling gif at one point it was moving i do have to say like i totally i mean i didn't walk out of troy because brad pitt in a skirt but um (laughs) i will say that yeah it was complete travesty and if you I was actually thinking, you know, having read his email, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about, you know, there's the character Priam, who I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Iliad, but he's the king of Troy. And he's played by Peter O'Toole in the movie, which, A, Peter O'Toole clearly did a shit ton of Botox before the movie, and he is actually physically incapable of expressing emotion on his face, which is really, you know, not cool. That might be important for acting. Yeah, yeah, that might really be. It's an important part of acting, and it, you know, is very detrimental to the role, but the other thing they did is they keep having the Priam character, you know, express this faith in the gods, and, oh, the gods will save us, and then, you know, there are no, like, the movie actually removes all of the gods from the Trojan War, so they make Priam look like a dumb shit. When in the actual Iliad, well, of course he's like relying on the gods because like Zeus was on his side. 
So, yeah. you know, oh uh, yeah, that's kind of the like whole what they oh. do a bit with some of the Game of Thrones characters where mm-hmm. they make they take things away from them and make them look like dumb shit. So. No, yeah, they look aloof <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Is that the truth? Yep. <laughs> like Sansa or Littlefinger, or, you know, there's characters that should have you know realistically have knowledge that the show takes away and then they make them still say things but they don't back, they have nothing to back it up with so yeah. it's just that part of it was kind of frustrating but again Brad Pitt in a skirt sorry it kind <laughs> of up for a lot of it um, not the writing but a lot of you it. know it's really funny for the show like you could tell when um, D&D just started going off on their own in the series because mm-hmm. it's like it almost feels like a different show compared yeah. to like the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Totally tell. Yeah, absolutely. Now looking well, back, the I think at the time, gone. like yeah. yeah, there's no depth anymore. And I think I remember conversations that we were going on. I think at the time we kept thinking, "Oh, we need to give them more chance. Oh, we need to see if just a transition." But no, it's a very nope. clear. You can see the clear line yeah. in hindsight. Well, yeah. and there is nothing. There is no deeper. You know, there is no deeper meaning to things. Mm-hmm. Like things mean exactly. what exactly what they exactly like, yeah. and yeah. you know. If you're searching for that, you're you know you are also going to be waiting till after the closing credits of episode six of season eight, along yeah. with a bunch of us. You know, there's not gonna be yeah. Lady Stoneheart. Um, no, there's no so, Lady Stoneheart behind that door. On that note, I am um, gonna close it off. I want everyone to want to thank our panel here. Well, thank and you. you guys have been super thank you this preseason. Thanks, guys. Uh, our podcast and become a Patreon, you'll get benefits like special episodes and exclusive early access to our new episodes. Listen and review us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and all of the other places like that. You can find us on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and email us at closethedoorand at gmail.com. And thanks again, and thank you all for listening. I'm closing the door. Get out.